Hey everyone, and welcome to Let Me Figure Out My Life Real Quick. What am I doing? Am I overthinking this? Do they really like me? Or are they judging my choices? Why should I even care? Am I on the right path? What does my future look like? Just let me figure out my life real quick. So you probably have a lot of questions. I've got some old listeners here from my previous podcast, Genuine Girl. I've got some new listeners who have never even heard of me before. I've got a lot of explaining to do. So allow me to start by addressing my old listeners, the ride or dies, the ones who have been with me since maybe day one, maybe just recently when I kind of stopped doing my podcast for a little while. Yeah, that's a whole conversation we could get into. But to all of you old listeners who were with me in my last podcast, Genuine Girl, I just want to thank you for giving me another chance and coming over and trying out this new podcast that I'm starting. It's different. It's going to be crazy. And I will totally understand if you're not going to stick around for the ride, but I would at least advise you to try and buckle your seatbelt for this first episode, see what kind of vibe you're getting, and give it a chance. And if you don't like it, no worries. You can you can go. You can go listen to my old episodes and go listen to your other podcasts. No judgment here. But I just want to warn you, this, this podcast is going to be a little different than what you might be used to with Genuine Girl. Okay, now pivoting to new listeners slash anyone who is curious to know who I am and what this podcast is all about. My name is Meredith. I am a very normal 20-year-old college student, and I have no idea what I'm doing with my life but that's okay. That's that's what we're going to figure out on this podcast together. <laughs> so basically, the whole concept behind this podcast is super simple. I am going to be taking you through different areas of my life that I'm currently struggling in and talking you through how I am trying to figure out those areas of my life. And you are going to come with me on a journey. I'm not going to be coming from a place of having it all figured out, of having some inspirational words of wisdom to say to you. I'm coming from a place of being in the trenches of not knowing what I'm doing with my life. And the funny thing is, I mean, it's not like I am an influencer or a celebrity or special or different in any way. It's not like I'm a YouTuber who's starting their own podcast talking about their life or a well-known celebrity who's going to be a little more real and raw and show a different side of them to the world. No, I'm none of that. Most of you probably have no idea who I am. You've never heard my name in your life. I'm a normal girl. But that, I think, is what I hope to bring to this podcast to make it a little different, to make it maybe a little more relatable than some of the other people who are flooding your social media feeds or your podcast feeds or who you're watching on YouTube. I just can't relate to a lot of the lifestyles of the people I'm currently seeing online. And so I hope if you're feeling the same way, this is a podcast you can come to and listen to when you feel like you just need someone who is actually maybe kind of living a similar lifestyle to you 
and who's having the same struggles you're having growing up or wherever you are in life because there's no age limit on this podcast. Let me just make that clear. That's really what I want to be. I just want to be that normal girl who talks about normal things that I think we all go through, but that none of us really hear other people going through most of the time. So I think that's kind of where, you know, there are some similarities to my old podcast. Genuine Girl was really about me talking about my experiences in college and growing up and what I had learned from them. And while I think that was great and all of my episodes are still there if anyone wants to go listen, I think after a while it got hard to keep up with that format because quite honestly, I was running out of experiences to talk about and I was running out of life lessons to share because, again, I am young. I have not been through enough life to have all of these expansive life experiences to share and inspire you with. And I think at the end of the day, I want to help people and that's the best way I knew how at the time when I started that podcast, but I realized after a while wow, I was really being a little too serious about that, trying so hard to provide value and inspiration out of each episode when, I mean, I couldn't, why why was I expecting that out of myself when I was not sure what I was doing with my life most of the time? Sure, I had learned some things, but I still had no idea what I was doing. So why was I putting that pressure on myself to be that person who could be that inspirational source? I I don't know. So maybe I'll be inspirational in a different way in this podcast, but more than that, I just want to be relatable. Well, okay, that sounds bad. I I mean, I don't want to be relatable, but but I hope I'm relatable. Do I want to be relatable? I don't know. I don't know what I want. I'm trying to figure out my life here, okay? That's the point. (laughs) I don't know what I even want in my life, and that's, that's the reality of it. I think... I'm still going to be my full 100% self like I was on my old podcast, but this time around, I'm going to share some different sides of me. It wasn't that I was not genuine in my last podcast. I think I was just a little too genuine in that serious side of my life. This podcast, we're going to have a little more fun and talk about those other sides of me that the world has never seen before. And you better get ready. Like I said, buckle those seatbelts, okay? I'm like making a visual of buckling my seatbelt right now. Um, Anyway, by the way, though, (laughs) another big difference with this podcast is that it is not just on your favorite podcast players anymore. I am also recording the video of this podcast and posting it on YouTube. So if you would like a visual of what's going on here, this whole setup, I'm, I'm currently sitting on my bed at home. I am wearing a shirt that makes me look like a piece of carpet, so um, if you want to see that for yourself, check out my YouTube channel at Meredith Mistro, and um, you can check out the visual of this podcast. Anyway, I'm going to try to also keep up with doing both audio and video versions of my podcast from here on out, because I think a lot of people like to see the visual. That's what I am kind of getting from the podcasts I'm listening to and what people are wanting these days in the world. I think having both formats is pretty helpful. So feel free to tune in on wherever you want to tune in. This podcast is pretty much everywhere at this point. So go go find it wherever you want to find it. 
Anyway, enough about that, enough about my old podcast, enough about what I'm trying to do here. I want to take a moment to just kind of introduce myself and give a refresher for the people who have been with me and a solid introduction to those new people who have no idea who I am. And then I'm going to get into just a little more about what I'm doing with the podcast and we are going to dive in right away to the first series I'm going to have on this podcast, which is the most vulnerable I've ever been about something I am the most uncomfortable talking about, but we're going to do it anyway. Um, So just more on that later, but first, you probably want to know who this person is talking into the microphone. So my name is Meredith, if you did not know, and as I've hinted at already, I am currently a college student. At the time I'm recording this in December 2020, I am 20 years old, and I am a junior in college. I attend Texas Christian University, also known as TCU, in Fort Worth, Texas, and when I'm not at school, I'm home in Arizona, and that's where I am right now, actually, because it is winter break, and that is when my mind starts running crazy and wild and coming up with these crazy ideas to start a podcast called Let Me Figure Out My Life Real Quick because I have no idea what I'm doing with my life. That These are the thoughts that happen over winter break. Um, what else can I say about myself? I was just talking about this on a podcast the other day um, that I was on as a guest, You know, at school or at work or just in any social situation where everybody's going around doing introductions and you you haven't had your turn yet, but you're listening to everyone introduce themselves, talk about where they're from, their interests, whatever it is, and you're just sitting there trying to like come up with what you're going to say, you're feeling super stressed about it, your blood pressure is skyrocketing, like at this point... I've gone through that experience so many times of just the anxiety rising to incomprehensible levels. Like, I don't know how I haven't had a heart attack yet. I'm sorry. I know that's not funny to joke about, but seriously, that's how I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling that same stress of being in a circle as everyone goes around and introduces themselves and not knowing what I'm going to say. And I just lost my entire train of thought So I don't even know what else to say about myself, but instead of trying to rack my brain for more interesting things to say about me, I think we'll just leave it at that for now (laughs) because clearly I'm a very normal person who does not have anything super crazy going on in her life um, to talk about right now, but I do have a lot that I'm going to be sharing about myself in this episode where you're going to just right away get to know me get to know a side of me that I have never really shared online before and that is what you're gonna keep getting through all of these podcast episodes so don't worry if you feel like you don't know who I am more will be coming trust me I think it's better rather than just sitting here trying to come up with an introduction to just get into the content the meat of this episode and the first series of this podcast which is all about online dating. Oh my gosh. This is seriously making me cringe, but also I know this is really good for me. I need to talk about this. I need to let this out to the world because, guys, a huge major area of my life that I've been struggling in recently 
is uh, my my love life, for lack of better term. You know, I, I've been struggling. I, uh, uh, I I could go into so much detail on my background and my previous experiences and all of that. But um, I think to sum it up, here's what you need to know about me. I have the personality where I've always kind of been just that independent woman. I have never felt like I am desperate for a man. I'm just putting that out there right now. And I know you might laugh at me for saying that, especially when you hear what I'm about to start talking about. But I've never, I I promise you, like, let me tell you, there's a lot that I am not sure of myself in, but my independence is one thing I can be confident in. Like, I've always been an independent woman and I've never wanted to rely on anyone else in my life to provide for me or to give me validation. Like, I want to find that within myself. As hard as it can be sometimes, I've always kind of had that in me. But as great as that might sound, it has caused some problems in my past, let me tell you. Dun, dun, dun. Do we need like the sad music here? This is this is my sad story. You know how on all the shows when they're like introducing a contestant who's going to be auditioning on American Idol, they, they like talk about themselves like, hi, I'm Bob. I'm 25. I'm from Rhode Island and I've gone through trauma. And then the sad music starts. Let's just pretend that's happening now. So my past in the world of relationships has been grim. Pretty much because by being an independent, strong woman, I have missed out on opportunities to put myself out there, to have fun, to meet guys, and to just live life. Wow, this is sounding so dramatic. It's not that deep, but it kind of is. Um, Anyway, that has been something that has actually caused me a lot of problems. I just have never really been in the mindset that I need to be going after guys, that I need to be really putting myself out there, going up to random people and talking to them, trying to start relationships. I've just kind of always been in the mindset that, you know, what's meant to be will be, what happens happens, and I will find the right relationship and the right person when I am meant to. And while I don't think that is false, I think I've kind of relied on that a little too much and just kind of wrote on that idea that I I don't necessarily have to put in work to find a relationship or to even just meet guys. I'm making this sound so serious, like all I'm thinking about is marriage and like that one person, but even when it just comes to meeting people and having fun and flirting, like I have always just been in that wrong mindset that whatever happens will just happen naturally and the right things will happen when they're meant to and apparently I've always thought it just will take no work on my part and someone will just magically show up and voila I'll have it figured out that's not how it's been working I'll just I'll just tell you it it hasn't been working out. And while I still want to believe that's true, ultimately, I also have been realizing, especially these past few months, that, wow, I might actually need to put some of my own work into, you know, meeting people and eventually getting into a relationship. It's not just all going to happen to me. So I kind of just had that epiphany a few months ago. 
it didn't just come naturally though don't worry it was after I had conversations with a lot of people in my life with friends who were just in these relationships or not even in relationships but just having all these guys that they were talking to and I was just like wow okay how is that happening so easily for you the truth is it really wasn't because they were putting themselves out there and actually working hard at it and I was just sitting there like in la la land like oh that must be nice just to have these people show up in your life yeah I was clueless um then I started talking to people like my mom and my mom's friends and older people who have been through that whole phase of their life where I'm at right now. These people have some wise words and they kind of gave me that harsh reality check that I needed that Meredith you gotta start doing something here. And all of these things just kind of started bubbling up, of course, in the middle of a crazy semester where I was trying to figure out my life in the midst of a pandemic, um, as we all are. (laughs) And that's when, of course, all this was happening and all these revelations in my mind were, were going. And I was like, oh my gosh, what have I been doing? I, I, I've just been sitting here waiting and, kind of like sometimes starting to feel like a little anxious about it like yeah yeah I'm a strong independent woman but also like am I ever gonna find someone am I gonna be forever alone am I gonna be the crazy cat lady because I mean I would love to be a crazy cat lady love cats just so you know but but also I don't know if I want that life for myself and it kind of just all hit a point and the first move I made was getting some dating apps. Oh. <laughs> Even just saying that out loud is making me cringe because for many years, you can talk to my friends, my family, they probably will tell you I was so stubborn about never getting a dating app. I would not look it up on the app store, oh, much less click the download button. I mean, ew. Like, I would not let... A dating app in my sight. It was just, I was better than that. I was above that. <laughs> I'm sounding like such a stuck up person right now, but that's how I was in the past. I, I just always had the conception like dating apps are if you're desperate. Dating apps are not a true way to find a relationship. And again, that goes back to me maybe taking things a little too seriously. Like, I know I don't have to be necessarily thinking about like marriage right now and finding the love of my life. But, you know, sometimes your mind just goes there and it's like, do I really want to say I met someone off of a dating app? And like meeting people off of dating apps, it's so hard to actually understand who they are as people because you're sending messages back and forth that, you know, do not really show your vocal inflection, your tone. You can't see their face as they're talking to you. You don't know their body language. I mean, there are so many issues with it, right? And I just always thought I can never, I can never get into that because I, I just, I, that's not a true way to form a connection with someone. And while of course I still kind of agree with my old self in some ways, I downloaded dating apps, so <laughs> clearly something must have changed, right? I decided, you know, Meredith, maybe maybe 
maybe you're not right about this. You know, you are, you are right about a lot of things, but you need to like, (laughs) you need to maybe look at this part of your life and look at yourself in the mirror and be like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe I need to have more fun with my life and give this a chance. Maybe I don't need to keep taking things so seriously. Maybe I don't need to keep waiting for things to happen and have these beliefs about what relationships look like or what dating looks like. I think all of that just kind of made me get my first dating app a few months ago while I was at college. Of course, you know, in the middle of a busy semester, I just decided to get a dating app and have it take over my entire life. That's that's what happens. <laughs> but I did it. And so I thought, you know what? Why not make a series about this? Because it's been something that has clearly been stressing me out a little bit. I have a lot of stories from dating apps already within these past couple of months that I have gone through. I have really changed as a person. I ooh, I feel like I've gone through some sort of evolution, like a roller coaster of emotions. Let's just say that. And yet, just to let you guys know, I'm still here and um, I, I'm single. I'm ready to mingle, uh, sort of. I'm kind of forcing myself to be ready to mingle because it's still so uncomfortable for me, but that's fine. Um, so yeah, nothing has necessarily come out of it in terms of a relationship, but that's okay. I figure, why not talk about it on here? Why not be open and honest about my love life or lack of and how I'm trying to navigate online apps, whatever, the whole new dating scene. And I also want to talk a little bit about what different apps I have on my phone right now. The first dating app that I downloaded at school, I I think it was probably October, September, October of 2020, I decided the first dating app I would get would be Bumble. So if anyone knows anything about Bumble, what really stood out about Bumble to me at least was that the girls are in charge of making the first move. Um, So, you know, as a person who's looking for guys, I would have to be the one who reached out first if I matched with some some guys. Um, and as scary as that is, and I think as much as that's a reason that turns a lot of girls off of Bumble, for me, it actually really turned me on to Bumble because I was like, okay, if I am in control of this, that will make me feel better. Because something that scared me about dating apps, and I think it's a valid concern, but something that scared me nonetheless was that, you know, with a lot of these apps where guys make the first move, you kind of lose that feeling of being in control. And, you know, that can be good or bad depending on how you look at it. But you never know what guys are going to come at you with right out the gate. Um, and, I, I was scared of that, to be honest. I I did not want to face what guys would say to me, um, for better or for worse. And I just kind of thought this would be the perfect first step into online dating 
to have still a little bit of that control and to be able to just start the conversation how I wanted to, to say what I wanted to say, and to not leave it all in the hands of the other person. So that's why I got Bumble. And a Bumble, Bumble is an interesting place. I, I've been on it the longest, so I know it pretty well. And the longer I've been on it, Oh, the harder it's been to be the one to start the conversations, let me tell you. At first, I was like very serious about it. Yeah, I wasn't swiping right on many guys. I wasn't matching with many guys as a result. And that kind of gave me that like solid feeling like, okay, I don't have many people to deal with here. Like, and, and out of these people who I've matched with, like, uh, do I actually even want to start a conversation with them? Like, did they say something in their profile that I could start a conversation off of? And I took it so seriously. I was like, I cannot just say, hey, I cannot just say what's up. I'm not going to be that girl. Like, I want to actually get to know these guys. I'm not going to let this be like a traditional dating app experience. I'm going to get to know these people right off the bat. And you know, that kind of made it tough for me in the beginning because I was not able to come up with a lot of good things to say to guys because their profiles, oh my gosh, their profiles were just awful. Like there was nothing I could start a conversation with. And that's why I didn't swipe right. That's why I didn't match with many. I just was not having it. And more on profiles later, I promise. I'm going to do a whole episode devoted to profiles, but these guys' profiles were just awful bad. So that didn't give me much to deal with or to work with rather. Um, but I kept going with it. I met some good guys. I went out and you know, whatever. Um, then (laughs) I decided just more recently because I was getting kind of done with Bumble and having to be the one who always made the first move. At first I was like loving it. And then I got to the point where I was like, this is too hard. I don't know. I don't know how they expect me to do this when they have literally nothing of substance on their profiles for me to start a conversation with. Um, at that point, I was like, okay, I need to I need to branch out, I guess. I need to maybe get some other apps. And so the second app I got was Hinge. Now, Hinge is a little bit different than Bumble in that, well, there's a lot that's different about Hinge that really sets it apart from any other dating app I've tried. And I've only tried three. So I mean, (laughs) I don't have a lot of experience here. But the thing with Hinge is that they force you to write stuff about yourself. You know how on like Bumble, or any of these others, really, it's like, you have to put a picture or whatever, but you don't have to have a bio if you don't want one. You don't have to really have any information about yourself whatsoever except for a picture of yourself. With Hinge, I really appreciated that that guys had to write stuff. You have to answer like different prompts. And the cool thing is you can choose what prompts you answer. Like, let's debate on this topic. And they'll put a topic that maybe they feel really strongly about. Or they could even put little captions on their pictures like, as seen on my mom's fridge and put a picture that their mom would put on their fridge. Or um, like if if my grandma had access to my hinge, she'd post this picture or something like that. And they, they can be kind of funny with that. And I love a good little 
sense of humor, you know? So I appreciate that. And I really appreciate that Hinge forces every person to write something like, thank you, because I cannot deal with these pictures any longer that have no context. Like, who are you? How am I supposed to start a conversation? Anyway, Hinge doesn't force the guy or the girl necessarily to make the first move. It works differently because you can look at people's profiles and like something that they say on their profiles or one of their pictures. You like choose something to like and you can either add a comment to it or you can just send your like and then that other person gets to see that you liked it and can decide by looking at your profile whether or not they want to match with you. And then it's kind of like up to either of you to start the conversation depending on how it goes. So it's not like pressure from one side or the other to start it. And it's not even like you're swiping left and right on guys and get to match with them. It's like you see that someone liked you. So then you get to see them and go look at their profile and then decide if you like them back. It's kind of a cool concept, I think. So I've been on there for a little bit. I, uh, also recently got on uh, Tinder. Oh, I know, I know. Tinder has that stereotype, you know? At least I think it does of being for hookups, being for whatever. And I've I've never been into that. Clearly, if if you've been listening to this long enough, you probably have been able to tell by now like, okay, this girl's not looking for a hookup. Um I'm not. And Tinder is what I thought would kind of be for that, um, and I did not want that, but I got it anyway, maybe because I was getting desperate, I don't know, I don't want to say I was getting desperate, but let's be honest here, maybe I was. Anyway, I got Tinder, and uh, let me just say, that's a whole different experience. It, it's more similar to Bumble in that you just make your profile, put your picture on, maybe a little bio if you want which you should want to put a bio, okay? Okay, boys? Please say something about yourself. Don't just make me look through pictures. Okay, off topic again. Oh, this next episode, when I start diving into profiles, it's gonna be juicy. You don't wanna miss it. Um, anyway, so Tinder, I kinda had a similar profile to my Bumble, and um, I... I have to just say right now, it is my least favorite of the three. I'm sorry to anyone from Tinder who might be listening to this. I apologize, but Tinder is not for me, I don't think. I am kind of seeing what I always thought Tinder was about. I'm not saying everyone on there is there for that one reason, but oof, they're there are some red flags there for me that I just don't know if I can get past. But yet, here I am, you know, swiping through it every day. Maybe just hoping someone will surprise me, but so far, no good. Um, so anyway, those are the three apps I have. Bumble, Hinge, and Tinder. I thought I would kind of talk about those apps a little bit. And I'm going to get into more of my profile and guys' profiles and things that I've noticed from each app in the next episode. So if, if you're wanting to know, you know, what should my profile look like on a dating app? Or if you're a guy 
listening to this, oh, please listen to the next episode if you're a guy and you're on a dating app because I'm going to give you some tips, okay? You don't want to miss out. Um, and hopefully it'll just be entertaining because at the end of the day, I, I take life a little too seriously sometimes. And this, not only the series, but this podcast as a whole is forcing me to get out of my comfort zone and forcing me to have a little more fun with my life. This is all just fun at the end of the day. Allow me to have a little more fun. Help me have a little more fun by tuning in and following me along on this journey. Tune in next time for more dating app drama as I attempt to figure out my life in that area. And until then, I I don't know how to end this. What am I supposed to say? Um, 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 bye? Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Let Me Figure Out My Life Real Quick. Did you figure out your life yet? Nah, don't worry, me neither. If you want to keep figuring out your life, follow me on social media at Miss Genuine Girl, subscribe to my YouTube channel at Meredith Mistro, and check out my book, Practice Makes Imperfect, to keep figuring out your life with me. And don't forget to tune into next week's episode because I will still have some figuring out to do, and I want you to be there with me. Have a great week. I'll see you next time.